Are you struggling to eat more plants and less meat? What if I told you that there are simple things you can do right now to get started? That's the focus of our episode today. I share my top 10 tips plus one bonus tip that happened to pop into my mind for how to eat more plants. Do you want to eat more plants and less meat but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to More Plants Made Easy where we explore fun and practical ways to eat more plants and less meat. I'm your host, Christiana. I'm a plant-forward registered dietitian, culinary expert, owner of Gazi Nutrition, and founder of the Plant Forward Playbook Nutrition Coaching Program. Let's get started. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you 10 simple ways that you can eat more plants. Before we get started, remember to grab your free copy of the Plant Forward Meal Prep Made Easy Guide. This includes my proven meal prep checklist and a four-week plant-based lunch meal plan to get you started. So basically, I've planned your lunch for you for four weeks, so you got to grab your copy of that. So these 10 tips are in no particular order of importance. You can start on one and kind of spend some time on it, see how it's going, and then jump to another tip. So tip number one is to start a plant-forward food journal. What this means in practice is to record your meals for a week or a month to track your progress and take note of your challenges and successes. And this food journaling is really a cornerstone of my nutrition coaching program. And I think that food journaling has gotten a bad rap because food journaling really has been about, lot. let's be honest, has been about logging calories and staying within a calorie restriction diet. So that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about recording what you're eating and then reflecting on how what you're eating is making you feel from a physical, emotional, social, cultural perspective. You can track calories and we have the capacity to do that in my program, but it's not necessarily a cornerstone or necessary at all. Really the point of starting a plant-forward food journal is to just reflect on your progress. Number two, treasure plant-based recipes. So this means building up a good database of recipes or at least, at the very least, plant-based meal ideas that will keep things easy in the kitchen. And if you listen to episode one, you know, sorry, episode two, you know all about plant-forward meal prep and the importance of a good recipe database. And this doesn't have to be complicated. It can even be in paper form if you want, but essentially what you're doing is giving yourself a head start in the meal prep process. So when you go to plan and prep your meals for the week, you're not searching the internet and your cookbooks for um, recipes. You're just going right to your recipe database. Number three, lean into what you like. You may find that you are already eating a lot of plant-based foods or that you may be able to make simple swaps to make a meal plant-based. So I have a feeling that people that are listening to this podcast are already experimenting 
maybe with different plant-based foods. So I talk about the swap ad method in episode one, um, but just to refresh, the swap ad method is when you look at a meal or you're looking at a recipe and you say, okay, two questions. What can I add to this meal to make it more plant-based? What can I swap out of this meal to make it more plant-based. The point here is to take an inventory of the foods that you already eat and see what you're eating that is already plant-based or close to plant-based and identify any adjustments that you can make to make things that you already like more plant-based. Now, a caveat here, don't go like plantifying every single recipe. (laughs) This only works if it actually enhances the flavor and the overall eating experience of enjoying this food that you love. Number four, understand how to build balanced plant-forward meals. And I mean nutritionally balanced here. And that's the focus of episode three, where we talk about how to build a balanced meal. You don't want to be hungry. And a lot of times when people transition to a plant-based diet, they do it through some kind of detox program where they're essentially on a calorie restriction and they may end up hungry. So my goal in working with my clients is to always make sure that they have the tools to recognize their physical hunger and know how to satisfy their physical. So learning how to build a balanced meal is really all about understanding a little bit about nutrition and being able to recognize a balance of fat, fiber, protein, and carbs in a meal to keep you full. Number five, maintain a well-stocked plant-based pantry. You want to make sure that you have plant-based foods on hand that you can quickly whip up a snack or a meal. And I do talk about this quite a bit in the free guide that I mentioned, the Plant Forward Meal Prep Made Easy. So make sure you grab a copy of that. And I'll also include a link to a plant-based pantry shopping guide that I have in my on my website. But the idea here is really that just having a well-stocked pantry, so having herbs, spices, vinegars, um, frozen veggies, some extra tofu, things like that, canned beans on hand can really make quick and easy meals. Number six, and this is really one of my favorites, embrace convenience foods. There is no shame in using processed foods to help you make it easier to eat more plants. And I'm going to do a whole episode on process on food processing because I feel so passionately about this because there is a lot of demonization of food processing and food additives and what's safe and what's not and what's good for you and what's bad for you. And in a nutshell, food all of your food is processed and food processing makes our food safe it makes our food taste good and it's a really critical piece of being able to follow a well-balanced plant-based diet so there's no shame in using processed foods some examples are frozen veggies instant rice and canned beans and soy milk those are processed foods so we'll talk about that again in depth in another episode, but remember to embrace convenience foods. Number seven, 
is to build a meal plan. Now I know meal planning and meal prep is not the most glamorous thing. It's not the the most fun thing, but having some kind of plan, even if that just starts with having a list of go-to recipes, really can help you set up yourself for success. So again, grab that free plant forward meal prep made easy guide in the show notes. That will really help you. Number eight, learn about plant-based marketing. So as plant-based becomes more popular, we're going to start to see a lot of buzzwords surrounding plant-based foods. We're already seeing that now. Some of these words that you see on packaging actually are connected to direct health outcomes and things that you would want to consider in your overall nutrition plan. Some words are just marketing and have no technical definition from a USDA or FDA perspective. So I work with my clients to help them understand which of these words on packaging are something that they should actually be looking for and that can help them make better decisions. And then the other ones that just have a health halo around them, meaning that people, because of good marketing, perceive them to be healthy, but really are not connected to our health in any meaningful way. Number nine, this is one of my favorites, learn to be a better cook. You don't have to make fancy meals, you don't need expensive tools or a big kitchen to be a good cook. I've never had a good a big kitchen. <laughs> you just need to know how to build flavor and how to stay organized. And I cover all of this in my nutrition coaching program. And I find that once you kind of understand the basics of cooking, because plant-based cooking can be a little bit different than traditional cooking, especially if you've grown up Um, maybe like in a very traditional kind of standard American diet style of cooking, you really don't have the tools or the knowledge to all of a sudden start cooking tofu or tempeh. But once you learn, it it becomes very simple. Number 10, find a plant-based buddy. So if you have a friend or a family member that's interested in eating more plants, Consider consider swapping recipe ideas or sharing cookbooks with them. This can just be a fun way to bond with someone over food, right? It kind of goes back to this social connection that we all have as humans around food. A tip that I just thought of, and this should probably go without saying, but go gradually. You don't have to go from steak to tempeh overnight. And you also don't have to abandon steak altogether, right? That's the beauty of plant-forward nutrition. You're focusing on smaller portions of meat, not complete elimination. So pick one of these and pick one of these tips, start on it, see how it feels, and just make progress over time. If you want to speed up that progress though, I do recommend applying for my Plant Forward Nutrition Coaching Program, which is a four-week program. So over the course of four weeks, 
we go through a series of educational modules that focus on nutrition education and cooking education, things that we talk about in this podcast, but we go more in depth in the program. And each week there is an individual nutrition coaching session with myself. So that can really accelerate the process. All right, your call to action for today is share which of these tips you are going to be trying with me through Instagram. Tag me so I can follow along and of course, as always, cheer you on. Thanks for joining me today. Enjoy your food and I'll see you next time.